Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks for joining me today. Today we're going to talk about the sin of being a scold. The Bible uses the word contentious. Contentious women are singled out three times in the book of Proverbs, and they're not described in a complimentary way at all. So let's see what we can find here. First, what is it to be contentious? It's a descriptive word, and it's an adjective. It means quarrelsome, combative, critical, argumentative. An old way to describe a woman like this would be to call her a scold. She is always finding fault. And in England, as well as in our own country's early history, a scold, whether male or female, could be punished by dunking. (laughs) They would, believe it or not, they would suspend a chair over a pond and dip the scold into the water. And depending on how serious her crime, they would adjust the number of dunks. Later, they adjusted the penalty to a fine. And as I was reading about this, I thought of some of the outrages on social media. What would our ancestors have done with so many scolds on the loose? Can you imagine giving such scolds a dunking? Now, let's look at these verses in Proverbs, and maybe we'll see where they came up with the idea of dunking them. Proverbs 27, 15. A continual dropping in a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. So there you go. Maybe that's where they got the idea of dunking. If you're going to rain on all of us all the time, we're just going to go ahead and dunk you. Either way, sad. Who wants to be the person who reminds everyone of a rainy day that never ends? When you live with a contentious woman, there is nowhere to hide. And the dripping just goes on and on. No change in the season to look forward to. Just continuous rain, drip, drip, dripping. Matthew Henry says this about a man whose wife is contentious. A wise man would hide it if he could for the sake both of his own and his wife's reputation. But he cannot, any more than he can conceal the noise of the wind when it blows or the smell of a strong perfume. Those that are froward and brawling will proclaim their own shame, even when their friends, in kindness to them, would cover it. For example, if you have a contentious roommate who is a scold, there's no getting away from her until you move out every day. You are treated to all the list of complaints again. Or it may be mother or mother-in-law who behaves like this. It's very difficult to bear up under constant complaining and it requires much patience. And as Matthew Henry said, people who love them would like to cover up their sin and hide it. It's so obvious. It's so embarrassing. But they can't. It's impossible. Proverbs 19.13 has the same idea. A foolish son is a calamity of his father, and the contentions of a wife are a continual dropping. Here's Matthew Henry again. A cross, peevish wife is a great affliction. Her contentions are continual. Every day and every hour in the day, she finds some occasion to make herself and those about her uneasy. Those that are accustomed to chide never want something or other to chide at, but it is a continual dropping. That is a continual vexation 
as it is to have a house so much out of repair that it rains in and a man cannot lie dry in it. That man has an uncomfortable life and has need of a great deal of wisdom and grace to enable him to bear his affliction and do his duty, who has a sought for his son and a scold for his wife. This reminds me of Mrs. Bennett in Pride and Prejudice. Just never happy, always complaining, and you're just embarrassed for her and feel sorry for her whole family. She's sort of a cartoon of this kind of woman. And as Matthew Henry says, she never runs out of things to complain about. Proverbs 21:19, it is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and an angry woman. Such a sad case. Marriage is supposed to be the sweetest relationship, but if you are a contentious woman, your husband has an uncomfortable life. If you're always finding something to complain about, it would be more comfortable for him to live in a tent in the woods by himself. This kind of complaining and criticizing can be something you've not realized you're doing. Maybe you grew up in a home where everyone was always pointing out the flaws of everyone else or bemoaning all the hard circumstances. If that is the case, you may not see how bad it is. It is just the way you make conversation. It's cheap indoor entertainment. But Thomas Watson said, finding fault is the easiest thing in the world. And Spurgeon, faults are thick where love is thin. It takes no skill. You can attribute motives, twist what people say, call your contentiousness having a critical eye, and think more highly of yourself and your opinion, assuming you're always in the right. These are not good or godly skills, but the result of pride. Proverbs 13.10, only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. And then Philippians 2.14, do all things without murmuring and disputings. Consider whether you live in a home dominated by contention. Or if you live alone, are you thinking all those contentious thoughts, critical thoughts, day in and day out? Then you're not keeping good company. If you have family or friends living with you, you're not good company for them either. Proverbs 15, 23, A man hath joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. Rather than scolding or being contentious, pray that God will give you a word in season. Isaiah had it. Isaiah 50, verse 4. The Lord God hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. He wakeneth morning by morning. He wakeneth mine ear to hear as the learned. What a joy to live with a person who knows how to speak a word in season. Let's be that person, ladies, shall we? So, in conclusion, Pray, of course, if you have a contentious spirit or you know you're guilty of just being critical and grumpy, well, confess it. Thank God for a new day. Pray he will make you the kind of woman who has a good word in season for all those people that you interact with during the day, as well as having a good word in season in your own mind and heart throughout the day. So no dunking will be necessary. (laughs) Blessings to you all, and thanks again for joining me today. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. That's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, 
and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around. 